The following podcast is a Dear Media production. How do I ask my boss for a raise? I'm so jealous of my coworker's promotion. I just don't know what to do. Is there a good way to brag about my accomplishments? Careers are complicated, and there are so many hush-hush topics we're told we can't talk about. That's why you have the Career Contessa podcast. I'm your host, Lauren McGoodwin, and each week I'm joined by experts to help you overcome your workplace woes with actionable advice that you can use today. Subscribe to the Career Contessa podcast and make progress in your career every Tuesday. It's Marianna and welcome back to the Life with Marianna podcast. In this episode, I've got Kristen Cavallari and I'm so excited for this because I actually grew up watching Laguna Beach and the Hills on TV. I was so inspired and in awe of the show, especially growing up in the Midwest and seeing this California lifestyle. And so it was definitely like a pinch me moment to be able to chat with Kristen. But Kristen has been able to take that reality show place where she started in her career and really turn it into so many businesses and become a New York Times bestselling author. She also is a mother. So we wanted to talk about all things career and how she balances it all. And before we get into the episode, don't forget that we have a brand new Summer Fridays product. Our sheer skin tint is available now. It's available at summerfridays.com, Sephora, Space and K, Cult Beauty, Revolve Beauty, if you guys are shopping internationally. And we also have our brown sugar lip butter balm is now back in stock. So we had it as a limited edition product last holiday. You guys loved it so much. So it's back and it's permanent and it's the best lip balm ever. It has sort of this like wine tone to it in like the most sheer, beautiful, dark cherry kind of way. So I hope you guys love it. It's available now. Now let's hear from Kristen. So the first question I wanted to ask is when you were little, did you know what you wanted to be when you grew up? I mean, when I was really little, I wanted to be a veterinarian. I feel like most little girls kind of go through that phase. Like my daughter right now, that's what she wants to be. But when I really kind of started to grow up, I didn't know really what I wanted to do. I mean, I honestly was one of those people that had no idea. I didn't play sports. I wasn't really into the academics at school. I was really there for the social scene. And so it wasn't until MTV came my junior year and everything just kind of fell into my lap. And what I decided to do when I graduated high school was instead of going to college, which was initially my plan, I decided to move up to LA and to just run with this career in entertainment just to see what could happen? Because I felt like I had a good opportunity in front of me. And I definitely would have kicked myself had I not explored that. And it was so early on then, but I feel like you were really the first to take this TV career and turn it into being an entrepreneur. So did you have that mindset going into it? Like, I'm going to do this so that I could eventually build a business? Not at all, (laughs) to be honest. I mean, you know, I was 17, 18, when I did Laguna Beach, I was just a very normal high school kid. And looking that far ahead in the future was not necessarily something that I was really doing. It was more just things are coming my way. This is fun and exciting. And I was just running with it. It wasn't until I was probably in my early 20s. So after a few years, but then I started to get into the fashion world and I really enjoyed all of that, everything that came with it. And I love accessories. I always have. I've always thought that they can truly make or break your outfit. And so a dream of mine was to have a shoe line. And I ended up meeting with Chinese Laundry and they gave me my first foot in the door as far as branding goes. And I had a shoe line with them for about five years. And I loved it. I really did. Ultimately, even though it was 
my shoe line, I was still working with a well-established company and I still had a team of people to answer to. And it really made me want to launch my own thing so that I had complete creative freedom. And that's how Uncommon James came to be, which started as just jewelry. And now we've branched off into a lot of other things. But at the time, it just seemed like the next natural step coming from shoes, then moving into jewelry. And that has truly been such a dream come true. It's been five years since I've had the company. And every day, I truly feel so lucky that I'm able to call this work and that, you know, I do have complete creative freedom to do whatever I want. And it is so much fun. So I I'm really thankful that my career has led me to that because honestly, as I've gotten older, I've realized that like, everything you do in life, it's building blocks. So had I not been on Laguna Beach, I probably wouldn't have Uncommon James. You know, it's like everything leads to each other. And so for that, I'm very, very thankful. Absolutely. And I think, you know, with Chinese Laundry, you're doing something with somebody else, but doing something by yourself is so difficult. It's a really, it's really hard to start on your own and build a team. And I know there's so many unglamorous things we do behind the scenes. So what are some of the things that people might not expect that you do for your brand? Well, when I launched it, I was doing everything and I'm proud of that. And I'm, I think it's neat because now I truly know everything that goes into building a brand. So, I mean, for example, when we launched, I was of course designing, I was marketing it, you know, I was getting it out there, but I was shipping packages. In the very beginning, I was even answering customer service emails. I at one point ran the social media. I mean, I really, you know, I really did everything at first. And it was a lot, obviously. But as we scaled, you know, of course, that wasn't realistic to maintain. So now I have over 100 employees. But I'm happy to say that, you know, at one point in time, I did have a finger in every facet of the company. And so you know, that's the thing. It's, I think for us, some of the parts that weren't super glamorous are when we kind of exploded overnight because of Very Cavalry, which was my show on E. And that was a lot to keep up with. We sold out of every single piece of jewelry that we had. So while the first season of the show was on, we had no inventory, which still, I still kick myself over. And then what we did was because we had those sign up things online that says notify me when an, a product is back in stock. We had thousands and thousands of people signing up for those. So I thought, oh my God, we're going to sell so many products when all of these come back in stock. And realistically, like 2% of those people actually make a purchase. So then we were sitting on a ton of inventory, which actually took us a few years to really get a good handle on. I'd say we didn't get a good handle on our inventory until about a year ago. Shipping was a disaster, which we did show on Very Cavalry. It was a mess. In fact, even two years ago, we had a big sale and I had to go back in and I had to I had to ship because it's important to me that we're putting our best foot forward and that customers are happy. I mean, ultimately, that's what it's about is customer satisfaction. And so if that meant I was going to the, into the fulfillment center and shipping, well, then I was going to do it. And so obviously, and then hiring people at one point in time, we just needed bodies. And so we hired anybody with a pulse. And then when we could kind of come up for air, we had to reassess and unfortunately had to let some people go because they weren't right for the job or, you know, just whatever it was. And that's never fun. I've had to fire more people than I would ever have wanted to. And that gives me anxiety. I honestly feel like I'm going to throw up before I have to. Luckily, I haven't had to in probably about two years because now I have a, a team of people to do that for me. But there's a lot that goes into it that you don't necessarily think of. There's just a lot of moving parts behind the scenes. 
Okay, so let's take a quick break to talk about fitness. So I feel like this phase of my life right now is just busy. For some reason, to me, it feels like back to school after Labor Day. So like September is like back to school, back to work. It's fashion weeks. And I am trying to like take care of myself where I can and fit in a little bit of time for self-care, journaling, meditating, and also making sure I move my body every day. It's really important for me to try to get some movement in wherever I can, whether it's a quick workout or a little bit longer. And this is where Obey Fitness can come into play. So Obey Fitness is an online fitness platform with live and on-demand workout classes. There are more than 20 different class types. So they've got Pilates, Sculpt, Yoga, Strength, and so much more. And what I love is I'm back traveling again between fashion weeks and different cities is that you can use Obey on any device. So if you are taking a class outdoors, or in the gym or at home or even when you're traveling. And if you're new to fitness, Obey helps you build healthy movement habits and get consistent with your routine. So consistency for me is so important, especially when I'm traveling. And it's really fun to just show up for yourself, even if working out doesn't come easy to you and you're tired, which is like for me, I'm just like sometimes so exhausted, but I really try to fit it in. So I love to do different workouts, especially at home, but I love to do Pilates. It's like my favorite type of workout to do. So there's all different lengths here, whether I only have 10 minutes or half an hour. There's also stretching classes, which is just something I need to start doing before I go to sleep, especially when I'm traveling because I feel like my body is just very tight from being in like different cars and planes and stuff. So you guys want to try Obey wherever you are in your fitness journey. You can jump right in with a free month of Obey. Just use code Mariana at Obey Fitness. That's obefitness.com to get started. You're so busy. You're a mom. You have uncommon dreams. You have uncommon beauty. You're an author and you also just launched a podcast. So what does a workday look like for you? <laughs> Every day is different, which I love. You know, I'm, I think maybe because I started in the entertainment world at such a young age and I was doing TV and then movies, you know, I'm so used to things living for a short amount of time. So grinding for three months and then having a little break. And so Uncommon James is the first thing that I've really had to sustain for, you know, for a long period of time, but I love it. And I, and I do have moments where I feel uninspired and, you know, I go through all of those things like most people do, but overall, I mean, I just love it. So it just depends. I mean, right now I have pretty much finished the podcast back to the beach. We have a couple more episodes to film, but for the last few months, that's primarily what I was doing. So I was just home most days recording podcasts, which was kind of a dream come true, to be honest, because I could do them in my sweats, no makeup on. And that was really nice. And I could just be at home. So it's really comfortable. It's really nice. But for that, I actually just finished another cookbook. And so fall of 21, (laughs) I was home and I was just cooking all day, every day. And that I also really loved because the years prior to that, I was in the office and what a normal day would look like for me was I would, you know, wake up in the morning, make my kids breakfast, pack their lunches, take them to school. And then I would head straight into the office. I typically have a lot of meetings at the office. I can't necessarily get a lot of actual work done just because when I'm there, I have a lot of people in and out of my office and just that's when I'm getting caught up to speed with everything going on. But then I would leave, I would pick up my kids and then, you know, have dinner, bath time, all that good stuff. But Right now, I haven't been going into the office as much. And it's, I don't know, I guess it's been a little bit more enjoyable because we've become a little bit more lax with, it's not really necessarily about going into the office. It's more about your quality of work. And COVID actually kind of reset that for us. Before COVID, I was like, no, everybody has to be here, you know, nine to five and this and that. And now I enjoy being home as well. And that's actually where I get better work done. And so we've just, we have a really loose work from home policy. And ultimately we find that employees 
give, you know, there's better quality of work when you give them a longer leash. So every day is different. And then when I don't have my kids, that's when I'm able to travel for the photo shoots or whatever it may be. And so that's nice. I do feel like I have a really great work-life balance and I've kind of figured that out only in the last couple of years. Same. I feel like the pandemic was a really good time for me to be like, oh, okay, I can actually like slow down a little bit and take care of myself because I was always like, go, go, go. And then now I've tried my best to maintain it, you know, as right. we go back to the office, but it's difficult. So how do you stay organized? Do you like any like apps or planners or hacks or things that you do? So I am like the biggest organized freak on the planet. I've just always been like that. I'm a Capricorn and I feel like that's just one of our strong suits. I don't necessarily have apps, but I have calendars everywhere. I have to write everything down. Like even, well, okay, for example, like I have a chicken coop and I just let my chickens out to roam around. I had to put a note in my phone that says chicken. So I remember to close their coop tonight. (laughs) Like if I don't write it down, it will not happen. (laughs) Same. I write everything down. I'm such like a physical to-do list person. So like I have a planner next to me and I like, I have the satisfaction of like crossing something off of a list. Same. It just makes me oh my feel God. good. Like my favorite thing on the planet. <laughs> I love it. So where do you get inspiration from? Because if you go through like periods of being uninspired, is there anything that you like to do for yourself? You know, I get it from all over. I mean, of course, traveling is always really nice to pull inspiration from. It's just not always realistic. But I really find that It's whatever is also happening in my life. So, you know, for example, COVID offered up inspiration because it was when we were home. I, we did a collection called Daydreaming and I was daydreaming of all the places I wanted to go. And then when the world started to open up, we did an adventure collection, you know, and like a girl's trip. My spring 23 and summer 23 campaigns are going to actually be inspired by my high school experience, Laguna Beach. And actually the podcast is really what inspired that early 2000s fashion and just going back and watching the show. And so, you know, it's I'm I'm pulling from all different areas of my life. I love that. I'm excited for that. I can't wait to see it. So I end up ordering the same couple things for dinner every day. I eat the same things over and over again, or I only know how to make like a handful of things and I end up getting bored by eating the same meal over and over again. So if you are bored of the same meals that you're cooking or life gets in the way and you're just busy and before you know it, you're making the same chicken and veggies every night this week, it is time to spice it up. So you guys can elevate your meals with fly by Jing sauces and they are so delicious. If you guys have not tried them yet, oh my gosh, they are so, so good. Fly by Jing is the first modern Chinese food company in America and they've put spicy chili crisp on the map. The versatile, delicious Chinese hot sauce that's taking the U.S. by storm, and it's the quickest and easiest way to bring restaurant-quality flavors to your home and spice up whatever you're eating. Fly by Jing is on a mission to bring premium Chinese flavors to every table. They make the highest quality sauces and pantry essentials that taste so good on everything. All the ingredients are 100% vegan, all natural, and non-GMO. One of my favorite things from them too are these dumplings. So I had them in my freezer and my mom was visiting and she took them out and she made them and she was like, oh my gosh, we need to get more of these because these are so delicious. And she loved them and kept making them every single day while she was here. Are you ready to step up your game and elevate your favorite recipes? Get 15% off your entire order at flybyjing.com slash Mariana or use code Mariana at checkout. That's F-L-Y-B-Y-J-I-N-G.com slash Mariana for 15% off your first order. You can also find Fly by Jing in over 2,500 locations across the country, including Costco, Whole Foods, Target, and Wegmans. Thank you, Fly by Jing. And again, that's Mariana for 15% off. Okay. So are you setting goals for yourself often, like personally and professionally? Like, do you like to be like, okay, this year I want to accomplish this thing. 
So my whole life, yes, I was definitely like that. And I still have goals. But in the last couple of years, I've relaxed, I guess, a little bit when it comes to that stuff. I'm in a place right now where I'm just letting life unfold before me and I'm letting things just naturally come to me. And that feels really good because I feel like I just have a little bit more peace and I'm able to relax a little bit more. That's not to say I don't have goals. I mean, every New Year's or around New Year's, I will write out, you know, a list of goals for the year, both professionally and personally. But I used to get really hung up on them and I'm not so much like that anymore. And it feels kind of nice not to put that pressure on myself. And so because I, I really feel like I'm in a place right now where everything is really good and I'm very thankful for that. But you know, as far as my career goes, I'm doing only the things that I really love and really make me happy. And personally, I feel the best I ever have. I'm sure part of that is age. I've been taking really good care of myself. You know, my kids are at really fun ages right now. We just have fun together. And I have a solid, solid group of friends. Like everything in my life right now feels really good. And so I'm just trying to be present and enjoy where I'm currently at. I love that. I'm like smiling for you because it feels so good to be like at a good place in our lives. And I feel like that confidence and like self-assuredness comes with age. And I feel like for me personally, like I feel so much better now in my thirties and my twenties. So how do you feel different in your thirties than your twenties? Yeah. I mean, that's just it. It's truly, and I know everybody says this, but you just have more confidence. It's more, not only are you just more comfortable in your actual physical skin, but it's more like, this is who I am. And I'm not going to dumb myself down or change myself to make you feel better about yourself. It's just, this is me, take it or leave it. And that feels really good. I like to think I've always had a little part of that, but I think before in my twenties, it was a fake confidence where now it is a real confidence and I'm just really happy and content. And that's not to say, I mean, you know, as far as like physically, I bust my ass in the gym. I eat really healthy. You know, health and wellness is a major, major priority for me because I find that that helps me mentally. You know, meditating is huge. When you're stressed out, oh my God, med meditating is the one thing that really helps me. And so it's just, you know, you learn as you get older also what fuels you, you know, what makes you feel the best. And I think it's a lot of trial and error. But also, I know who I am now, and I'm not straying from that. We're in your 20s, you know, maybe you try a little of this, a little of that. But now I know, like, if this doesn't fuel me and make me feel good, I'm not doing it. And I don't care. I don't want to say I don't care whose feelings I'm going to hurt. But, you know, if that means I'm not going to go to dinner because I'd rather just stay home and chill, then, you know, your friends need to understand that. Otherwise, they're not good friends. Yeah, I have no problem saying no to things and like moving things around because I'm like, if I don't want to be there, you don't want me there. Like exactly. I, you want me to want to <laughs> say yes to doing this, but I love all of the self-care things that you're doing. So when I get into like your workouts and everything you're doing, so what workouts are you doing right now? So I work out with a trainer three times a week and I mean, he kills me, like literally kills me. He has me lifting the heaviest weight I ever have. I actually just weighed myself for the first time in probably eight months. And I'm not going to tell you the number. A number doesn't mean anything, but I have gained probably 24, 25 pounds in the last couple of years in a very good way. And so I guess my message there is don't get hung up on a number because muscle really does weigh more than fat. And I think if we get hung up on a number on a scale, you're just, you're a slave to it and it'll just make you go crazy. Cause I don't normally weigh myself, but I was like, 
haven't weighed myself since I've started lifting this heavy weight. So I just was curious, but I feel the best I ever have. And so I know for my body, lifting weight is really important to me. And then on a fourth day, I will typically do like a climber, like one of those climber machines for about 30 minutes, which also kicks your ass. And that's it. I mean, I I used to work out like five, six times a week. Now I just do four. But again, it's like quality of what you're doing. I just really push myself those four times. And then I get to enjoy my off days. Also, again, everything's about balance. And so that's what I'm doing as far as fitness goes. But then I also I eat really healthy, really clean. And I'd say I eat really healthy about 80% of the time. And then the other 20%, I indulge and I eat whatever I want. And you know, it's always enjoyable, but then I'm always excited to get back to eating a clean diet. And so for me, that means, you know, lots of protein, lots of veggies. I eat fruit, pretty much like anything natural. We do, you know, healthy carbs. We do a lot of brown rice or black rice, you know, sweet potatoes, regular potatoes, actually. So it just, it's just eating real whole food. I have a greenhouse. And so Right now, it's producing a ton of veggies, which is awesome. So I'm like basically living off of that. I go to the farmer's market every Saturday if I'm in town. And that's where I load up on fish and meat and all that stuff. And so I just try to eat locally and organic when possible and just really, really clean. And are you working on a new cookbook? Yeah, so I just finished it, actually. It's called True Simple, and it's Quick and Easy Meals. It's going to come out April of 23. And I'm really excited about this cookbook because. I just feel like it's a little bit more me. Well, I know it is a little bit more me, to be honest. It's it's what I make at home with my kids every weekday. And so truly, everything is very simple to make. And I'm excited to share it with everybody. I can't wait for it to come out. Amazing. I can't wait. I'm not like a very great cook. So the easier, the better for me. Well, anyone can make these recipes. Truly, I mean, I'm not a chef by any means. I'm true. I'm a mom that likes to cook. And luckily, I have a platform that I've been able to do these cookbooks and share, you know, the food that I make, but I am not a chef. And so if I can make these, truly anybody can. I'm so excited because September means it's almost time for fall. I definitely think of after Labor Day as like the unofficial beginning of fall. And when I want to start wearing like warmer, cozy sweaters and knits and fall fabrics and colors. And I'm so excited for all the things in fall and my birthday's in October. So I like just absolutely love this season. Macy's is serving up my favorite palette for autumn, spicy nutmeg, warm pumpkin, and fallen leaves. If you want to bring an extra dimension to your harvest hues, Macy's has the tweed, ruffles, suede, and other playful textures and patterns you need to get there. No matter how you choose to wear your fall shades, you make it the style. So for all the inspo that you guys might need, visit macy's.com slash own your style. One of the trends that I love this fall is a looser fitting pair of denim, and they've got the Levi's Low Pro straight leg jeans. And fall is definitely a time to pull out your leather or faux leather jackets. There's one from Michael by Michael Kors. It comes in tan and black. I'm also so into vests right now. I wore them this summer with jeans and I can't wait to like transition them into fall. So whether it's like a traditional like suiting type of fabric or something knit, I love vests. And speaking of knits, I'm so happy that I can wear knit fabrics again. So whether you want a sweater or a vest, Macy's has all of these things to shop and they come in really cute solid colors that are perfect for fall or maybe something a little bit more fun like this rainbow marled knit sweater. So if you need a little help finding some style, whether you're new to fashion or you're a veteran, you just need a pointer pair up with Macy's personal stylist. They'll help you put your look together either in store or from the comfort of your home. And best of all, it's totally free. So head over to Macy's.com slash personal stylist to book your appointment today. Again, that's Macy's.com slash personal stylist. So what does your morning routine look like? Yeah. So, I mean, when I have my kids, the mornings are hectic, to be honest, because it's 
you know, wake up, make them breakfast, pack their lunches. There's really, it's not, there's no me time, which is fine. I mean, I love it. But then I drop them off. And then if I am coming home, maybe that's when I'll work out. And then I do have an infrared sauna at my house, which is my favorite thing at my house. And so I try to get in there a few times a week and then I'll take a shower. And then my skincare routine is pretty simple in the morning. I don't actually wash my face. I just splash it with water. And then I do Koji pads. And then I do our pineapple peptide nectar from Uncommon Beauty, our daily water cream from Uncommon Beauty. And then truly, I really just put mascara on if I'm not like going into the office or doing anything else. And I call it a day. I'm pretty low maintenance when it comes to that stuff. But my day to day, I'm like no makeup. You know, I'm letting my hair air dry. I'm living in sweats kind of thing. But then I also love getting ready and putting on dress and going out and spending a lot of time on my hair and my makeup. So again, I feel like everything in my life is really just about balance. (laughs) And then anything you like to do at night to like unwind and get ready for bed? That's typically when I'll go on the sauna because I find I sleep like a baby if I sweat right before I go to bed. I haven't really been reading that much over the last few years, but I actually just picked up another book and I finished it pretty quickly. So that was so I I guess I want to get back into reading a little bit. But I've had my kids this week and honestly, I've been letting them sleep with me, which I don't normally do. I was never the mom when they were little that did like co-sleeping or anything. But listen, my oldest is 10. They're 10, 8 and 6. The fact that they still love me and want to sleep with me, I'm going to take it for as long as I can right now. And because I only have them half the time, I actually really enjoy it. And I know it means a lot to them. So I go to bed when they go to bed, which is literally like 8.45, which is so sad, (laughs) but it's the truth. (laughs) Do you wake up early too? Yeah. I mean, I'm usually up like 5.36. (gasps) Oh my God. I wake up early. I thought 6.30 was early, but 5.30 is definitely really early. Well, when you have kids, it will, you'll be up even earlier. Trust me. (laughs) Oh, wow. I'm training myself to wake up early. Okay. So I know you love your infrared sauna. Any other wellness products that you like cannot live without? So I also do dry brushing in my sauna. I just literally leave it in there so that I remember to do it. So that's a good one. And that's supposed to just help with like lymphatic drainage. I get, okay, this is actually like my guilty pleasure. I get a deep tissue massage every other week. It's to the point where you're like, it kills, but you literally feel like a new human when you're done. I feel like that's, you know, it's not like a relaxing thing. It is honestly part of like the, like just like your physical protocol because I guess lifting heavy weights, like my neck and stuff will sometimes get a little jacked up. Although I don't really think that's actually from lifting weights. I think it's honestly age. (laughs) But I feel like uh, massage every couple of weeks really just like helps to reset my whole body. And it just makes me feel so much better. So that's like the one thing that I honestly like can't live without. Yeah, I think the next thing too is like looking down at our phones and computers all the time. I'm literally recording this right now and I have like a posture brace on because I find that like when I sit at my computer, I'm just like naturally slouched over. So I'm like, oh, I'm getting older. I need to work on my posture. I know. It's so sad. You know, you always hear people talking about it. Or like, I remember my parents being like, just wait. I'm like, okay, I'm never going to be like that. And I'm like, oh no, like my right knee hurts, my neck. I'm like, what is happening? (laughs) Yes. Okay. So do you have any like quotes or mottos that you live by? So there, I mean, there's a couple that I really love. One is wish, what is it now? Okay. Learn to wish that ever, everything should come to pass as it does. Or I think I'm butchering it a little bit, but it's something along those lines, essentially meaning, you know, everything happens for a reason. I guess my whole life, I didn't necessarily want to feel sadness or you know, any of those emotions. And now I'm at a place in my life where I realize the most growth comes from being uncomfortable. And whether that's sadness or 
shame or like whatever it is, that's where the growth is. And so to me, that quote just means feel everything, let it all happen. And, you know, I think it's important to note that even when things are really, really bad, everything passes like this too shall pass is something my mom used to say. And so, and it's true, you know? And so I, I love that quote. It's, it's, yeah, that's a good one. I think that's a great one. Well, where can everyone follow you by Uncommon James? Listen to the podcast. Yeah. So Uncommon James, you can just go to uncommonjames.com and then the podcast Back to the Beach is on every podcast platform. So you can check it out there. Amazing. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thanks so much for listening and be sure to subscribe to my podcast and rate and review because it would mean so much to me and follow me on Instagram at Mariana underscore Hewitt to see what episodes are coming up next. Please note that this episode may contain paid endorsements and advertisements for products and services. Individuals on the show may have a direct or indirect financial interest in products or services referred to in this episode.